You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, listener. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse, and for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Financial bosses, not put those here to test our faith. That's a damn lie, I, I saw them on my own eye. Did I the cues just drop sharply while I was away? We did illusions, man. None of it is true. I'm not insane. This is mass madness, you maniac. In God's name, you people are the real thing. We are the illusion. Are live on rockpen.com slash legit that. If you're listening listening to the audio feed, head over to Rockfin if you want to see our uh, faces and all of our premium content and everybody else's shit to support alternate platforms and alternate media because we all need your help, especially in this day and age. But we have Andrew Rouse from the Deep Share podcast tonight. Andy, Andrew, which one? Oh, either way, man. Andrew's fine. How's it going? Good. Good. So, uh, what are you doing? Well, why'd you have to rush? Do you, do you have a separate uh, studio, or what? What's going on there? Is that your oh, house? Oh no. Oh yeah. It's down. It's down in my basement. I've just been rushing around ever since I got home from work. It's just been a me too crazy day. Yeah. Always yep. a crazy day. I got home from work about forty-five minutes ago and was like, ah, I got to set everything up. Oh jeez. <laughs> but we make it work half the time. Hell yeah. Yeah. It looks like the stream is working now. It is was it? doing something weird oh, earlier. Yeah. Oh, it was straight. like playing something from yesterday on the stream. And I'm like, what the fuck Co- is Corey's in the now? chat. Corey, can you hear us okay? Is there any weird clicking or anything? Because that's what happened last time. And I was about to shoot uh, somebody. <laughs> we'll wait for him to respond. Well, there's a delay. Too, but uh, so. I guess if there is a no problem, it's not going to really 
matter till after the fact and we, when we do post-production but yeah. anyway so uh let's start out andy with uh telling us a little bit about your show and how you got into this game we always like to start that way because you're in the union of the unwanted too so obviously we have the same you know general interests and in shows and same group of uh friends we roll with so uh how'd you get your start Oh, well, with podcasting, I tried it with a friend last year and didn't didn't really fly. Wasn't really, you know, I just found that I had my ideas and he had his and they just kind of weren't the same, really. So I just decided to take a break on that. And then I I said, I really like it. I really enjoy trying to reach out and talk to people and everything about the same shit that I always think about. So let me give this a try again. So I started up in February and it's been, it's been fun. You know, it's been a oh, good February. time. Nice. Just this February this year. That's right. Yeah. Wow. That's Brand pretty new. quick to get into the uh, union. I mean, that took us what, eight like, months or something. I don't know. I have no idea how it happened, man. It just all, <laughs> all fell into place, I guess, but I was just a, you know, a modest guest on that one episode. <laughs> so it was, it was fun, but um, we're, I believe we're both part of, uh, alt media United the, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome. I think Mark's doing a great job with that kind of stuff. No, yeah. I we love it's Mark. Really, really important to build the community. The, uh, the union shows are rough for me. I, I love going on there, but it's so funny because every time we, well, we've only been on a couple of times, but we like, don't talk. When we I do, mean, yeah, it's hard. There's, just there's, like, listen, there's about like, 17 million people on the screen and they're all trying to talk at once. So I'm like, when do I, do I just start they're all talking? They're so much more and, informed than us too. I'm just like, oh, I'm just glad I get to watch this happening in real time, I guess. That's but what I don't I told, really want to stop. I told Sam interrupt. that I was like, I'm used to watching or listening to you all. So it's weird that I can talk back. So yeah. this is cool. Yeah. I mean, when I, yeah, I, you know, uh, near the end I talked, but for the most part, I was just intently listening to everyone involved. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. And man, that episode lasted a good 20 hours, maybe 20 less. No, I hours? think, I think it was less before, no, before it got taken off of YouTube. I think oh. it was less than a day, but I could be wrong. It may have been. Oh, a wow. Than a day. <laughs> uh, YouTube's yeah. getting harsh with their removals. Which one was, it was that? The that... Mick of, well, it was the oh. Mikovits effect that That's did that. Why. Oh. They need to like spell it differently or, you know, mask it somehow. <laughs> he could wear, she could wear like a costume or something. She could wear one of those glasses Carmen with San the mustache Diego. and the nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Moody Jaikovitz. Yeah. Right. Where in the world is Judy Mikovitz? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I actually haven't got to listen to that one yet. Uh, I'm still catching up on shows. Every time I have a couple days off, the shows get backlogged. But I did get yeah, to hear man. the one you did, uh, the massive show with Charlie and... Uh, who else was on that one? It was Charlie. Oh, the um, the roundtable about the disclosure. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that was uh, author Bruce Fenton was there with me. Yeah. Uh, Dave Zed from uh, Generation Z podcast. We were just was talking there. to him last night. Yeah, he was on. My That's show. right. Yeah, he. I l listened to that episode. Yes, this morning. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Whatever, whenever you guys put episode. it out. Oh, so you got to hear yeah. the weird clicking noise for the first half. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny too because I was I was just talking to Dave about it a few hours ago. I was like, "Hey, yeah, I just heard you on Legit Bat last night." Yeah, you know? <laughs> so that's cool. He's a he's good people, but um, but yeah, uh, Charlie was there. That was that was awesome. I just needed some voices to get together and talk about the horse shit I was seeing all over the news with the with like my favorite conspiracy theory. You know, the whole alien phenomenon since I was a child. That's been like the coolest shit ever. And just watching it all fall apart and watching my perspective on it change and 
warp over the years now it's just wild you know oh yeah i i mean we, i've been looking at alien stuff for a little i mean probably half my life yeah, but forever. the last the last several years especially with the newer stuff that's popped up with uh you know all the normal bullshit in the mainstream the tic tac and that kind of thing but uh it's it's i'm actually less interested in it now because it's so in the mainstream everybody seems to be on the same page with that too it's like we're i've we don't trust anything they say so why are we going to start trusting them now when they start they're like oh here's a six page bullshit document that says nothing we don't already you know know that we've looked at for years so right i talked to chris from uh forbidden knowledge news about that too and he even before it all came out he was saying the same thing he's like dude it's it's not going to be anything it's going to be either stuff we already know or it's going to be them skirting around the actual you know thing but yeah yeah there's no point it's the same as always just keep digging keep doing your own research and keep looking for those anecdotal stories and kind of finding the truth that way because you're going to find it a lot faster the real truth rather than watching the news to see what they have the fuck to say about it oh yeah definitely i mean it's just uh for me i look at it like a like they put like they lay out um like a mockery or a mimic next to whatever is natural and true and it doesn't matter where you look you can find that literally everywhere in reality just like no matter what they always lay out this perfect mimic next to something that would actually benefit us and it's always warped and devoid of of transformative purpose and meaning oh, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah like our educational system is supposed to teach our children but it's indoctrinating them instead our grocery stores are supposed to feed us but they're mostly filled with poison that didn't even exist 100 years ago so it's just like all of it is just inverted and and all that it's pretty crazy yeah uh we had uh cory in the chat was saying have you heard about this fucking guy i keep asking about i think he's talking about the uh the secret space guy or the secret space program guy i don't cory you'll have which to one? answer me in the chat yeah <laughs> i know i don't you're gonna have to we need a name buddy come on which disinfo agent are we talking about because <laughs> recently i'm just getting more upset about richard Doty again i don't know if you guys are familiar with that name uh but, vaguely um, i'm more familiar with cory good and everyone i've talked to about him says he's garbage so I mean, I've heard a couple of his stories and I'm like, no, I don't think so, buddy. Bad actor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just all bad actors. I, I don't even know. It's weird too, because I don't, I'm not even, I'm not definite in my take on like Lou, Lou Elizondo or like, I'm not sure where the deception is with everybody. Like how much of the deception does Lou Elizondo have to know about, you know, maybe a lot, maybe a lot. I mean, he's pretty high ranking and all that or was, but it just maybe not everyone has to be involved with it. You know what I mean? Maybe people can be led on on different layers. Yeah, we like we that. talked about Lou Elizondo a little bit uh, yesterday with Dave, and it, it's one of those things where he's so in the in the public eye right now that I immediately go, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I feel like exactly. whoever is in control, though, can the they can look down and see what pieces of information maybe they need to feed each person to have them all, and it could be completely different, but to have everyone kind of align on the same wavelength. It doesn't have to be all the same info. It can be just right. enough to keep everyone kind of going in the same direction so they can drop little pieces here and there. It doesn't have to be dumping all of it, but just a little bit. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, I, I can lead this narrative or you know, string this person along or whatever. And then they kind of all collectively do it together okay so Corey says the 
beyond oh, i just lost it the beyond hold on everyone's talking beyond top secret texas guy does that ring a bell no it does not somebody from texas i mean I, you know if i heard a name i might know i'm not like i'm sorry Corey. i keep trying to t- to remind myself to listen to that show you're talking about and i keep forgetting oh hi to deplorable janet in the chat hey oh hey hey janet she says i love you sexy fuckers <laughs> we love you too you sexy bitch <laughs> Anyway, uh, what was that thing you were telling me about the other day? The uh, the video game stuff with Doom, or uh, you you had oh. some kind of stream of thought you were talking about on that? I, yeah, if I can remember, who knows? <laughs> uh, well, it had Doom something to do with Bethesda. Is, like, my favorite video game franchise of all time, and like they've recently rebooted it. Oddly enough, in 2016 when a lot of things were changing and stirring up, but you know, the most violent, brutal, very religious game reboots itself in, in 2016. And it was epic. I loved all of it. I, you know, it, I just, I, I love video games like that, but um, it's interesting that like two months ago, I was hearing some bullshit news story. Like eventually we're going to have to start thinking about Marines on Mars. And I'm just like, great. So now my favorite video game is predictive programming. Like, what the fuck is this? So it was just like, really, it wasn't necessarily like a big rabbit hole, but I think were were you and I talking about the story itself with doom? Did I mention that to you? Because if I didn't, there is something weird there because it's very like ancient aliens in that, in that game. Hmm. And it's basically about this race of angels, quote unquote, that, uh, like basically enslave humanity and they feed off the negative energy which creates hell it's it's pretty uh it's pretty on the nose i was gonna say that's actually pretty (laughs) spot on yeah and the thing is is like doom was never necessarily that deep i mean talking from 1993 it was just you're a space marine you're disgruntled and you're locked up and every all your friends die because demons came through a portal and you that just gotta it. kill them all just shoot yeah. everything yeah metal music and just blah, go for it that was it yeah it was but great. now you know uh little little baby id software gets bought by well not baby i mean my god they made doom they made a lot of great games i shouldn't say that but you know, a developer like id Software gets bought by this mega corporation, Bethesda. And now Doom becomes this big, huge, massive mainstream title. And this is the story they're they're putting behind it. It's just really, really uh, it's just another breadcrumb, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is weird the amount of uh, uh, movies, video games, and uh, TV shows lately that are all space. So space is something we've been kind of stuck on lately, mostly because we told it yesterday, the story of our weird UFO or whatever the fuck that was. Um, but also, we're going to have Crow 777 come on soon, and I want to get his take on the moon and other stuff like that. So what do you think of space? Because I, I didn't get to get into it with Dave last night, but I really wanted to talk to him about different theories of space because he was talking about the moon and and bases being on the moon but there's a whole other train of, of thought that says the moon's a hologram or it's you know a projection of some kind which if you think about the way you can only see the the one face of the moon and it just happens to spin just at the right speed so you only see that face of the moon is something i can't get my head around still it it does sound like it's like a bat a bat light in the sky or something you know right. like i i don't know i we just talk out of our ass here but what do you think about space in general Oh, I love talking out of my ass. It's my favorite thing to do. It's my and favorite. A orifice, lot of yeah. times, a lot of times the asses come together and 
form one giant ass. <laughs> Penis. But like it all makes sense, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> so space is really messing with me lately with uh, a lot of stuff I've been looking into. A lot of stuff I discarded immediately before, and now I'm just like, oh god, because like the moon landing stuff for a long time, I kind of wondered if just the idea of it all being faked was the power trip and was this like the psyop but that was a long time ago and now it's just it's getting really dark and really weird and mm. i don't know i don't know what we live on right now i'm not saying i'm i'm like sold on flat earth by any means but uh you know listening to david weiss and watching uh level if you guys have seen that documentary that came out it's pretty pretty interesting and is it, that the one where it shows like different dimensions like the the pie level is flat earth level oh, okay. is uh eric dubay and uh, at the end he's like you know come and debate me neil degrasse tyson and, they and won't all do that it. And, it, and they won't do it of course but it's because it's below them right sure yeah. uh, i've always i've kind of wondered if maybe flat earth theory or whatever kind of uh maybe exposes things that they don't want to expose, but not necessarily flat earth. But now I don't know. I'm really, really messed up, man. I know. I, <laughs> There's I think... a lot of shit that just does not add up and does kind of lean towards flat earth. So I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I know it's, it's more confusing than ever. Cause I, I still have the picture of my earth as we're told. And it just makes me think, Oh, because we've been brainwashed the same way we've been brainwashed about everything but at the same time i'm not going to be like yeah the earth is flat and david weiss hates it when you uh refer to earth as a flat disc in space of course he's like we're not floating around in the middle of space he thinks it's don't the, call antarctica an ice wall yeah he thinks he it's a basement the basement of the universe in that there's shoreline ev everything else <laughs> is out you know beyond that we're just a little pond in the middle of the universe which is this big plane which i like the idea of that's kind of what sam tripoli says too he says we live in a realm or a plane you know like right. a plane without the or that's crow well, we live in a plane the trouble without of the saying that we're on a round earth though i i guess He's, i just feel like there's other ways to control did you, you listen find, to the newest tfh are they just lazy and with david weiss and eddie bravo because yeah, he, he tried what, to get to that yeah. he's like the why is the most important part and it's because they want to make you feel insignificant and all this whatever they could do that okay. if we were on a flat earth too they could find their ways i just feel like they always or, find a way yeah we just, could that i've that's the same conclusion that i'm kind of hanging on to is that okay that's why i want to talk to david weiss and that's why i'm having him on my show next week because awesome. why not i mean i'm open-minded and i i know he's not because he is <laughs> i was just gonna say he was set. on our show so be careful just be as yeah. open-minded as you want but well, and that's the thing show. i'm trying to be fun. because like my background how i really you know get into the fringe stuff is my is my experiences with psychedelics so yeah. i come from a perspective where i basically witness my entire physical existence warp in front of my own two cameras that david weiss says we're supposed to take pretty seriously what they can do for us <laughs> so i'm okay with giving up my you know accepted childhood model i don't want to collapse on another wave function though and just say i'm flat earth Right. I mean, they can't they can't prove that either 
I, so That's I why like I'm not totally against it. I'm not totally against the flat earth thing. I just don't see enough real proof from either side, really. When they talk about how all the pictures of Earth from space are CGI, like, that's kind of a known fact. They're, they're artists, uh, what do they call them, composites, right. uh, which Cloud is a nice way of are saying... exactly the same. Yeah, it's a nice way of saying it's not really out of space. We're just kind of guessing what it would look like at this distance, which is... That's fucking retarded. They have things up there that could take a picture of the whole Earth. So why are they all composite photos? That's just one question. The moon's a whole other story, though. I mean... Yeah, there's, really, yeah. there's that yeah. one dude, I can't remember his name, but he uh, he takes really high telescopic pictures of the moon, and I need to get this guy on. I can't can't remember his name now. Chris from FKN had him on, but he takes these super close-up pictures of the moon, and there's actual structures on there that cannot be made by nature. They look like, um, like there's, what do they call them, 45-degree, 90-degree angle rocks, or what they look like rocks. Have you heard of this guy? I can't remember what his name is. But, Has uh, anyone in the chat heard of this guy? Yeah. Anybody know. in the chat? No, but you got. I gotta seen, have this guy on. I think I've only seen the bullshit videos on like Instagram where um you know they're zooming in on the moon and you see those craft flying over it. Have you seen that one yet? It's pretty great, and everyone's like totally sold on it. But I don't think that's <laughs> real. I think I actually saw that it was like someone's like expose on you know Adobe Premiere or something. You know, messing with. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how social media is at people who are getting real truth out there. They'd pull that shit down in two seconds if it was real. So if we saw it, but, you know. Oh, uh, and this is my, that's my favorite thing right there. And that's what I've been getting into really hard lately. And I don't know what to make of it really is this. I don't know how censored anything really is. I mean, like we're on Rockfin right now only, right? We're not on YouTube. Yes. No. For a good reason, right? Because want. we'd probably be, yeah, because we'd be getting kicked off of YouTube, <laughs> owned by Google. Yeah, fuck YouTube. So instead, we all go to Google Play and download <laughs> Rockfin. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not under the radar for now. I'm not, not saying anything about Rockfin. This is a great platform, and, but like, it's all allowed. It's all allowed it well, just for depends. now okay yeah. i mean well sure sure but like i don't know have you guys thought about that like fine youtube you get kicked off it's the biggest platform it's where most people are gonna go but how long does it take to to like get your audience at least the ones that are already willing to listen and the ones that are going to reach out to other people to to go over to where you are right you know what i mean yeah. well, so they, well they, us, i think the same the thing with podcasts media, though too because the podcast Podcasts are run by the same fucking company, Spotify, Google Play, all that. And for the most part, nobody really gets booted off of their RSS feed yet. There have been a couple uh, that gained, you know, a lot of attention that have just somehow disappeared because of one reason or another. But they actually did. There was an article a while ago that said uh, uh, podcasts were the the, uh, right wing conspiracy theory loophole that is getting through, you know, getting through the cracks of media and it's like well yeah for now until they figure it out i think there's just too yeah. much out there there's too many shows and too many hours of listening for them to actually go through and be like oh we need to get this guy out you know especially well, especially small potatoes I, guess. Out, though. I think if they really care i don't this is just a theory and it's just a hypothesis really and i don't think about this too much but they could just be herding us all into one place where we think we're super free and then we're like, oh, look it. We can get all of our shit out. This is awesome. And then all of a sudden they're like, great. I'm so glad you all made it and shut it down. That could mm-hmm. be possible. That could definitely be possible. I mean, 
I don't know. I wonder because like, I feel like we like, <laughs> like Dr. Malcolm in Jurassic Park, life always finds a way, right? Like we seem mm -hmm. to always find a way to get the message out. You look all throughout time, at least. I mean, I don't know. Can we trust time anymore with, with no. Anatoly Fomenko and, and Tartaria? Oh no. Yeah. Everything's a side. That's see, that's what I'm thinking. Like, cause my psychedelic experience had me convinced that I had been running a conspiracy on myself my whole life. Like, uh, like, that you know, the whole, ego, the, the whole ego death thing, <laughs> you know, you look at the Eastern mysticism stuff, this whole place is suspect, man, this whole reality <laughs> suspect. I mean, you were, you talked to uh, human vibration already, right? Yeah. Like, I was just about to talk about our conversation with her. We talked about how. I was like, oh, this could all be a, a set where they're like, okay, we're going to make this little society. Let's put some trees down. Let's put some dinosaur bones <laughs> in the here. Show. Let's make the them Truman discover things and think that it's old. And then they plop right. us down and then they're like, wow, you guys have been here forever. <laughs> now lights on and that's the moon and the sun. They've got the lighting and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Almost like a mimicry of the real thing. Cause like mm -hmm. I, I often wonder like, well, why have I why have I had the images in my head for so long? But of course that could just be the predictive programming, but I don't know. Yeah. There's an innate feeling of beautiful space, like and a vastness of reality. You know, I feel that innately, I think, and it's not, I don't know. Maybe that's just the internal mind is, is infinite or something. Yeah. But knows? that's what they need to censor is your mind asking these questions. That's the weirdest thing about people getting censored just for asking questions. It's not like they're saying, oh, so we can say vaccine on here. It's not like people are like, vaccine's going to kill you. It's other people saying, maybe you should look into it and not just be so fast to go get stabbed, not to move on a COVID talk, but it's the same thing. You know, just, just asking right. the questions will get you booted off shit. And that is suspect in and of itself. Yeah. yeah mentioning the words will yeah. just get you that beautiful little tag at the bottom of your posts uh, x cube says i've learned how to talk in parables and code that all of my audience <laughs> understands and the algorithm algor algorithm doesn't pick up I, he talked about that a couple weeks ago i'm like yeah i need to get better at that i just kind of blurt shit out damn it yeah so i, I think no wonder we have about this... cuneiform from ancient sumer maybe that was the same thing <laughs> do you think this is our first life though because i don't so i think we have that innate knowing of what life really is because we've come from somewhere else and maybe this is just our life here like i don't know if we chose it or if we just get reincarnated randomly but this is where we are and we're like wait a sec this is a little mm. fucky it wasn't like this in my last life <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh, again that that definitely was a, like a memory from my psychedelic experiences. And I, and granted I had friends with me doing these same things, coming back, looking at me sideways, still like not having the same experiences. So, I mean, I guess maybe my psychedelic, at least a couple of them kind of broke through into like a, a spiritual awakening sort of uh, description more, more than anything else. But yeah. Um, yeah, I had a very weird sense of reincarnation, a sense that and you know they say you go and you can kind of like see the other side you can see what insanity is like on psychedelics and uh yeah i felt insane and the reason why was because time didn't exist and i had been doing this life over and over and over and over and over again and that's something that will always stay with me yeah. and i don't know what to make of it i got lost into the truman show solipsis type shit for a little while it got real dark i started wondering who was real out there you know I, what i mean because I, I, I didn't a, a have this online same, community yeah. i did not have this online community i'm sure you didn't either back then when no. I, it happened to me god like 
2001, something 2000 oh, around yeah. that time. Oh, wow. Before 9 11. Right. But. Um, yeah. What were you doing? Can you tell me if you yeah, feel which, like it? I want to hear it because we have some experiences oh. <laughs> too, but like it's not foreign to us. So I would like to hear your experience. And did you and... shit your pants? That's the most important question. No, <laughs> no, but I remember almost doing it. Or was it? No, that was my friend. But you know, I the whole it. transpersonal thing. Uh, my friend was like, I've never felt so relaxed, guys. Never in my life have I felt this. Real. Oh my God. <laughs> like that so i remember that experience i remember laughing a lot at that experience that's awesome um so i um mushrooms was like my first breakthrough and then i did mushrooms for a while um, yeah acid acid mostly came after that um mescaline kind of mixed in with that and two experiences on dimethyltryptamine oh, which the first one was really, really mind blowing. And the second one is a pretty intense story, but not a very intense experience. Um, I can go into that if you want. I would love to hear your DMT <laughs> stories because we want to try it. We just haven't. Uh, I'm a little bit chicken shit Small for children. It. And I just am scared mm. that there would, I feel like we'll have to be like older, <laughs> which is weird. But uh, I just want to make sure we're not freaking I, I want to be in the but... hospital literally dying and shitting my pants and then be like, you know what? Fuck it. Give me, shoot some I'm, DMT I'm... into my arm because what could be worse? I think just DMT is a glimpse yeah. into reality though. So I think that that's something that we're conditioned not to see or it's been shielded from us forever. We've been trained For reason, to, not, yeah. to think all of it's crazy. So to actually see it would be so mind blowing that it's a little bit intimidating to me but i want to hear your story go yes please. it is intimidating it's really intimidating i'm it's i'm intimidated thinking about it right now and it's <laughs> it's like right like some of it's over there <laughs> but um i haven't touched I, I so i have i'm possibly allegedly in like i have a little but like Ooh. What, Ooh. when here. i was when i was um i was my friend just was like hey do you would you like some of this? I know you used to do this. And I was like, Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Uh, and he was like, well, it's free because the guy I get it from was doing it too much and said that the gods told him, or he was selling it. And the gods told him to stop selling it, that it's to be for free for everyone. Oh shit. That's when so, you know it's a real experience. He, yeah, I'm he like, got All better right, from cool. it. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll take some of that. Yeah. But I haven't touched it and it's terrifying. And it's just over there. But, um, uh, the first time was years and years and years ago, and I basically smoked it like the ghetto fashion, where you like wrap it in weed, basically. Oh yeah. Make a little little uh, weed ball and have it in the <laughs> middle of it. Otherwise, you're just gonna fry it all immediately. It's still most of it gets fried. I'll tell you that. Like that's like the bad way to do it because you're you're pretty much roasting off like thirty percent of the chemical. Well, I heard um, you're actually the best way to smoke it is out of a crack pipe, which is another yep. reason I haven't really wanted to. I'm like, I don't I like know. that look. It's a bad look. We're gonna have to go buy a crack pipe. <laughs> like, damn it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you have to walk into the, the smoke shop, shop with your head down. You're oh, like, okay. this isn't for what <laughs> you oh, think it's it is. DMT. It's for DMT. Isn't that better? <laughs> the thing is, we think that way, but I bet it's like for the past ten years they're like. Well, like, of course you're not doing crack. Jesus Christ. Of course, <laughs> like, who does that? You're going to do DMT and melt your reality, of course, right? Okay. Good <laughs> for you, buddy. Enjoy <laughs> your trip. I think the consciousness is shifting in that direction a little right? bit, at least at the head shops. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so the first experience, so I, I did it that way. And what I experienced was 
a feeling of everything and everyone that I loved surrounding me and encompassing me and basically blending into that, even though I was completely alone with my buddy in a garage. But that's what came over me, just everything and everyone that was in my conscious mind all there and getting closer and closer. And just, it felt like a massive hug. I never broke through and I still have yet to break through my second Mm -hmm. time. I didn't break through either. So unfortunately that's kind of a letdown for the story, but I did. It was a pretty mind blowing (laughs) experience. I just didn't go to that multiverse type craziness that, the, you know where the machine elves are necessarily well, that was just what the, i was thinking i'm like when you see the machine elves a lot you of the weird ones there. that break through they talk about that creature that has like he's like basically made oh, of eyes, eyes and the he's like kind of guarding it and they come up to him and he's like fucking looking at him all over the place and then he either tells them to go away that they can't see it or they actually like snap out of it enough to take another hit and just kind of bust through the eyeball monster but Whoa. that's what freaks me out. I'm like, I don't want to meet some eyeball dude. Like, I want it to be like, I don't know, Buddha or Jesus or something. I don't need this eyeball demon. Or yourself. No, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, I don't want to meet myself up there. <laughs> what was your second one? The, so uh, the second one, it's funny, too, because I talked about like that dark period. Uh, psychedelics were beautiful for me, but they forced me into a really like dark, scary, lonely place for a while, even though I had plenty of friends and and good relationships happening it was that i didn't have really anyone to relate any of the stuff in my head to because like i said most of my friends were just kind of like enjoying the trip whereas i felt like indiana jones in like the most important movie ever and that it was like and maybe who knows maybe uh it was just uh thoughts of grandeur right that's what psychedelics can do sometimes you know where I felt like I was running along a thought as like a tiny little microscopic thing, you know, time doesn't yeah. exist. Space is crazy. So, but like a lot of the themes from DMT, like, and, uh, and all the psychedelics like really freaked me out when I felt like I didn't have a lot of guiding voices to trust. And so I got into deep drinking and just like shut the world off. I stopped looking into conspiracy theories and the truth and, and, all the beautiful Eastern mysticism I was learning and, and all that, I shut it all off. It was too much. And so 10 years or like maybe eight years went by and uh, you know, this podcast is rolling and everything. I uh, acquired this substance and I've been <laughs> clean. I've, I've been off of uh, I've been, you know, sober for, for three years or maybe less. Well, oh, wow. Close to it. I don't but even keep sm- track. I don't you got smoke weed though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right here. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> nice. Nice. But um, that's that you got. I, that keeps me sane. The oldest medicine in the world keeps me sane. God forbid. Whatever. Yeah. But um, long story. I'm I'm rambling now. But <laughs> it's the first no, time I've okay. really that's got into this. That's all we do. Knock yourself but, out. But um, so you know, been sober for a long time. Really confident. Everything's great. No problems at all. Um, I was gonna take the DMT, and this weird primitive monkey part of my brain that had been shut off for so long crept back in and went you know if you just had a little bit to drink it would probably make things a little smoother and all this anxiety would go away about doing it about doing the dmt and that sounds like the dumbest idea on the face of the planet even if i wasn't a recovering alcoholic (laughs) so 
I didn't even have my, I had like a glass of wine, just, just a glass of wine. I did barely got tipsy at all. And then I did the DMT. I did three big hits and that's supposed I, to be the magic number you on didn't DMT. Break through? So maybe I did, but here's what happened. Maybe it was kind of like the eye monster that just like shunned me away. Yeah. But it basically what I felt like, and I did end up coming to on the floor outside of my studio where I am now uh, and where I started doing it. So I clearly left the room and ended up on the floor. What I felt like was some horrible monster was putting my nose in shit and telling me that I wasn't going to get any of the presents that I was promised. <laughs> like bad dog? Basically. And it was the scary. It was so scary. It was so, it was wow. like something out of insidious or the conjuring or something. It was terrifying. So maybe I did break through, but what was waiting for me because oh. of what I, what I clearly what I did beforehand was that clearly entered it. So that entered into my mind almost immediately thoughts that I've had for a long, long time. That was no monster. That was no demon. That was no devil. That was me. And that's who it always is. That's, that's what I was wondering is a lot of the things, it's almost like a reflection of your own psyche. So you had it in your head before that you didn't want to drink, but you did anyway. So it was like you shoving your own nose in your own shit going, Hey, don't do that. Like you Absolutely. know better. Like, yeah. so this is scary. cosmically wrong for you. What are you doing? <laughs> Do you know how and much time a little bit about, A little bit of hyperbole there, Quite higher generous. self. Come on. Okay. It was really not that long. Um, maybe less. Maybe like four or five minutes. But wow. Yeah. It was it not what like I forever, wanted. Though? It felt like a good amount of time. It, felt, <laughs> it didn't feel like forever because I have experienced that eternal feeling on psychedelics in many ways. Like, like basically turning into a statue for generations and then suddenly remembering that I was just standing at the fridge looking for a glass of milk or something. Dude, that's funny. You know, I've, I've, that's I've said so that crazy. same thing. I think I've told it on the show probably a million times, but the one time where I was taking a piss and I had this almost out of body thing where I didn't exist in any time and I could like yep. kind of see, see myself as a kid, as an old man and all of it all at once while I was taking a leak, like of all times. But it was kind of like a statue thing where I was taking a leak, staring into the bowl and just kind of like existed nowhere for like 10 seconds and then like came back in and was like, oh my God, that's probably the weirdest shit on psychedelics I've ever experienced. I think that's what makes it so lonely though. Like I feel like when all of my experiences, I'll have my brain is going so fast and it's forming so many thoughts and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That could be real. I should think of this more and I'm going into it and it's realistic things. I don't have a good example right now. I haven't done them in a while, but when you come out of that, you just, you can't really talk about it with anyone and you're still kind of stuck in that, that afterglow, they call it the next day. So you're still thinking of how grateful you are for it and what you've learned and what you've thought of, but it's still, it's a personal thing. So you don't really want to talk to anybody, but then it ends up being lonely and then it ends up being depressing and it can be, it can be negative, even though it's supposed to be positive. So I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, ironically enough, I I was definitely talking about it too much. I was the other end of the spectrum. I was like, I was like the crazy man running in, like running down the church halls, like screaming the good news. <laughs> Have like, you heard? That's psychedelic kind of what I got out of it. Yeah, man. Like, and I was never religious before. I was never, I was never into 
like anything. I look back and I wrote this recently because um, I was thinking about maybe like starting a blog along with the website <laughs> or something. And um, I wrote that like my life up until psychedelics, when I look back now, looks like a very robotic, like automatic no decisions really being made. It was very, it's a very strange feeling because I look back at a very fond childhood and a nice upbringing, but I also look back at like an automaton. It's just a weird feeling because after that wake up, it really was nuts. It was like all of the things I never even thought about. I just cared about like baseball and like some music that was about it. Like I wasn't yeah, like movies. I was that guy. Like that was nothing to me. Like that's what I remember as like a young teenager. But, oh yeah, like, I'm sure, I, we can I'm sure my all, friends were like, what, "What's wrong, man? You're a cool kid." But what we, you know? We can probably all relate to that to some extent. I I remember yeah. growing up and totally being robotic. I feel like a robot now because my job is retarded and I do the same thing every day. But at least my brain can be somewhere else while I'm doing these stupid human tasks every day. You, know? well, you have the perspective though now of doing psychedelics and your brain opened up, so you can look back and be like, "Whoa, what? Who the fuck was I then?" So. Yeah. And it changed your perception of yourself a little bit. So that makes sense that you'd look back and be like, did it take this to make me right. a, a little bit more intellectual and, you know, thinking mm. about things? Instead I, of I, just I did like, notice uh, I found him on uh, Facebook and. Oh, I don't know if you want me to say that or not, but uh, oh, that's fine. He uh, he had short hair. He <laughs> looked like a square and stuff. Shit. And then, oh yeah, look at his I hair now. He's got, he's my, got my hair. One in that picture. Oh, <laughs> and this was my original form. Like this is what like used to be long ago. Before, yeah, I took the typical job that just makes you do the same thing over and right. over. And, well, you know, this look doesn't really fit who I'm surrounded by constantly. And you just fall into that kind of shit. And that, that was during all the dark period, that yeah. happy jock looking dude. <laughs> Did you shave uh, every day too? Cause I stopped doing that a while no, ago. I didn't do that. Uh, I had the beard for a long, long time, but. I yeah. mostly did it because I'm a cheap bastard and I got sick of paying so much for, <laughs> for razors. But now I just, I have, I can't think of a reason I would shave every day now. I see these baby face dudes out there that look like they just shaved three hours ago. It's like, what? Ugh, why? <laughs> I remember seeing this cool video on YouTube. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was just literally called We're All Monkeys. And it was like some, maybe a stand-up, like showing slides of us as humans and just calling us all monkeys. Like monkeys live in these giant hives called cities and they're wonderful. And one scene was like, monkeys like to deny the hair from their body. <laughs> <laughs> They like to deny nature and remove all the hair from their bodies. They shave their balls, too. Uh, What's up with that? <laughs> balls! Balls! Oh, yeah, That's so to. funny. Yeah, sorry. We do get off on tangents here. Thank I you love for that. Me. Oh, okay, cool. Well, he's got to know. You, go you've heard a million tangents. at least a few oh, of our right. shows, so you know. Hell just... yeah, man. I've heard all you guys right. a long time. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I've been you know following it? along with you guys for a while. Oh, really? No That's shit. awesome. Yeah. I didn't but know that. I will admit that, like, yeah, I, I'm, it's, it's uh, hectic these days to keep up with everybody's shows because, like, yeah. I have, I have like, 40 podcasts, like, saved in my app. Dude, mine's, like, now, 62 at this yeah. point. Yeah. Like, ah. and because, hey, this is what I asked for, right? The law of attraction or the law of assumption, yeah. as some call it. 
I wanted a community, man, and it's it's here and shit. But like every one of those podcasts has like one, two, three, four that I haven't li- been able to listen oh, to. Oh yeah, there's just so much going on these days. You know, <laughs> that's why you every get to time watch I... them at your work too, like for what you do for work. Do you get to just I... listen to podcasts all day? I can listen most of the time. Sometimes I can watch, you know, but yeah. I, I secretly do some research. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta... I know. That's why every yeah. time I schedule someone, the, the community in, for us has gotten so extended now that we had to literally sync our uh, calendar app on our phone between me and Ben's not here tonight. He, he's got something going on. But me, Ben and Jen all have a synced calendar where I just have our shows in there. And then like other shit that's in our schedule, like the kids work or, you know, anything yeah. else going on on just so that i can try to schedule everything that's why i had to push it out to seven tonight because we had other life stuff going on but it's uh, hard to keep up with shows let alone all the people from these shows that we for some reason get to talk to all the time so cool, it's pretty though. Crazy. It's, it's so last cool. year was such a good time to start listening to podcasts especially i hate to mention the c word covid but it just yeah, it made us a lit like literally be like oh okay everything's fake and the Everything's world is fake dumb. and gay. So we just got into every conspiracy <laughs> podcast ever, and I listened to it nonstop because I, of course, ined- inevitably lost my job because of COVID. So I door dashed, oh, and I got to right, listen because yeah. he's a FedEx courier, so he gets to listen to it all the time. Oh, sorry. Well, you can cut it out. Well, you work for Ground, <laughs> <laughs> the bad one. No, I work for UPS. I can see that. <laughs> so, there you go. No, um, but. We just had the ability to listen to all these crazy things and talk about it more and more and more and more. And then when we started doing our show, everyone wanted to come on and talk to us, too, and have us on and talk and share. And it was so awesome because everyone. Yeah. It's a great. It, COVID There's no brought competition. us all together. So it was really great. I think it was a wonderful thing. We were I'm talking about that. I can't remember who I was talking. Maybe Ron from New England. But we were talking about how there's like no competition, Ron. though. There's no there's no reason to compete with each other because no. we all are kind of in the same community. It's not like me having you on is going to take money away from someone else no, or, you know, it's whatever. All big, no. It's all cooperation it's instead, yeah. you know, yeah. as uh, that's what as, the government hates. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what we're striving for. I think that's the only thing we can do because we've been talking about conspiracy. We, as in the general, we for goddamn 80 years or whatever it's been, or maybe longer, who knows? But I mean, we've been talking and talking and talking and talking. We're, we're, I mean, we need new members, right? But at the same time, a lot of us who have been in the trenches for so long, it's time to like really bring community to the next level. So like I'm seeing all these amazing things pop up around the country. Like Truthzilla was doing that amazing thing out in Oregon with that huge festival. Hoping to go to that. Yeah, we're going to go to that because we live really close. God, that's awesome, you guys. I used to live in Oregon. Of course, oh, really? now I'm way over in Massachusetts. Actually, <gasps> I can't, that's where I'm from. Can't call it that. In. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I live in California now because it's the same as Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, no shit. I can say where I'm from. <laughs> Do you know? All right, are you like close to Boston? You don't have to say where you live exactly. Well, but let's see if we can get real. Mass? Let's triangulate. Let's triangulate. Okay, I'm, triangulate while I to go take a leak. I got a leak. There you go. I'm you can about say it, like say it in say it the way minutes. that someone who wouldn't that didn't live there say it. Okay, but I'll know what you're saying. Oh, okay, okay. All I have to do is say it starts with Leo. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I know exactly what that is, and I know it doesn't really start with Leo. 
Right. Okay. It's real. It's right. It's right next to Lank and uh, Loon oh. and and <laughs> Fitch and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those guys. You I know, know exactly. Yeah, you grew up what with those comes guys. At the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm from this little town called Chelmsford, and no one's ever heard of it, so I can say oh, it because no I guess one I could. I guess yeah. No one's heard of Lemonster either. So yeah. whatever. Oh no, no. People have. That's a way bigger one. But it's really uh, is it? I mean, right Johnny Appleseed, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. That's right. Chelmsford. Wait. So I'm a metalhead. I graduated in 2003. There was a guy maybe three or four years older than me, maybe less, who was in a very popular band named Reveille. And I'm pretty sure one or a couple of them were from oh, Chelmsford. I think yeah. their last name was, can I even say that? Like former almost rock stars, Drew Similarties. And, uh, I don't uh, know them, but I graduated okay. in 98, so they would be close to my age. Right, right, right. Right around there. Yeah, that's funny. They were probably just some local crazy metal guys that probably scared right. the shit out of you back then no no i loved metal i just i moved when yes. i turned yeah no we listened to all that shit that's um, great that's when we saw a crazy ufo thing or it could be definitely a cloaked craft from the military what were we listening to it was probably cradle of filth cradle of filth that's what we were listening to when we saw that we were <laughs> yeah so isn't it funny knowing that half of our community that like some parts of our community may think that we're satanic and evil for listening to that. Oh. <laughs> like, have you noticed that? Like Fuck that, em. that's like not our community. Like, I don't mean it like that, but like that shit gets so mixed in and it's so, it's so unfortunate weird. because metal to me was my first like bubble burster because I fell in love with metal at 13 and realized real quick that that was not to be, that's not a thing you do. You're not supposed to like <laughs> screaming. You're not supposed to like that. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. That's evil. That's all evil. Oh, and Ozzy bit a head off of a bat and he's doing lines of fire ants on tour buses. This is all <laughs> evil, satanic panic stuff. You know what I mean? And it seems like some of that's still here. Like I, I still run into that. If I post something like hermetic, like esoteric, because I'm into all that stuff. Yeah. It gets people think that that's, it's just like occult equals evil. And that's, I mean, we're flying around here all over the place, but it's all really connected because it's all that mimicry because that mimicry is that everything occult is evil. The new age is evil. Look at Aleister Crowley. So therefore everything's evil instead of looking at it like the force from star Wars. So I'm glad yeah, you brought that they, up actually. Yeah, Cause they want do us you to listen think it's to evil so that we don't look at it? Do you listen to Isaac exactly. Weishaupt at all when he breaks down? Uh... I do. And I really like Isaac's work because he's a genius yeah. researcher. He uncovers so much. I just don't really like his conclusion all the time about I, I, I have i have issues with some people's like delivery or conclusions but i like to listen to what they're bringing forward anyway and he he brings some stuff to life that i would have never thought about like that uh, absolutely what was that that music video i showed you the other day oh, whoa we just moved right? across whoa hello <laughs> guys um, are yeah, traveling through Sorry. the astral realm <laughs> whoa uh yeah, yeah that you right you right with, with doja cat and the weekend yeah stupid fucking names oh, whatever they are right, right, right. but uh did you so, see it though? i saw him, I saw him talking about it i did not watch the video or his analysis yet but i you was can watch it on, on silent it. i recommend watching it on right silent. so i listened to his analysis <laughs> first and then watched it and i'm just trying to figure out like it is so overt and in your face that they've got to know people like him and other people are going to pick up on this shit so i'm trying to figure out why what's the purpose of this i get that it's symbology and it's like you know whatever whatever they're trying to get across with it but still there's the old question of why why are they what's the purpose what are you trying to do by this are you signaling to someone like what's going on are you just trying to normalize right. it I, I still don't qu can't quite wrap my head around the why 
I've it's come to a bunch of different. Yeah, always the why, why the lie, why the lie, right? Yeah. And oddly enough, it's very similar to to the flat Earth, why the lie, and the hollow yeah. Earth, probably why the lie. Who knows? They're but probably all connected. They probably. I mean, I did see one image with like a flat surface with an ice wall, with a hollow like root system underneath with a giant kraken hiding in the middle of it and so that was that was a really Ooh. terrifying image what was that like wrapped all the mythology into one it was just someone some google image some cia image you know some there's a lot of CIA, weird but... weird surreal like cgi imagery i love all that stuff it makes great uh wallpaper uh but yeah i I think a lot of the whys are probably connected in some way. We just that might be the yeah. biggest mystery. I think we've decoded enough stuff with symbology and all the weird shit going on that we understand there's weird stuff going on. Still haven't figured out why though. Like, what's the end game here? Because we all die. So what? What are you doing? Like, we what might figure it out in though, our life, but are we gonna like there... move a level up next time? Like, it's it's hard Maybe. to figure out. I don't know, man. Because like, part of me, like, it's it's like there's. 15 different ways you could go and all of them feel just as sound almost or crazy either one <laughs> where like yeah maybe reincarnation of some kind or regeneration or whatever this see that's the thing you could talk about reincarnation like oh they know the secret that there's reincarnation so they know they're coming back and maybe they figured out a way to find their new body or something and bring it back into the family i don't but like that connects to like it's just a simulation and they're running it and they can hop back in whenever they want and whatever body they want. So like you could take it whichever way you want, but it's really kind of just saying the same underlying thing, which is that the physical reality itself is suspect on what level. I don't know. Like personally, I think the word simulation in simulation theory is the psyop itself. Because when I hear simulation theory, for a very long time now, I've thought mostly of computers and technical stuff and electricity and humans managing systems and things like that were put into this very human language about what a simulation theory really is, where to me, I experienced simulation theory through psychedelics. Absolutely. This whole place was a charade. And I don't know. I mean, if that's I, I can only imagine our minds are trying to survive. We have survival of the fittest. So consciousness wouldn't be purposely creating some ridiculous fiction that is absolutely untrue that you can find remnants of not just in your own experience, but in history books and religious texts that they don't want you to read everywhere too. Like that's the creepy part for me. It's all connected, not just from my experiences with psychedelics, the illusory nature of this reality, but the most ancient religions are talking about this, yet most of us don't even really understand that that's what they're saying. Yeah, you know I really I mean? want to get somebody on yeah. who's uh, the Vedic stuff and the old, um, isn't the Vedas the one that has the Maya, the illusion, or is that yep. hin that's Hinduism? Is that the the well, it's the same thing. But so it Vedic, blew my mind. Vedic and Hindu are very interrelated. And, okay, and that's what they, I thought. So the one that blew my mind, I think it was on Mysterious Universe, but they talked about the breath of Brahma and they related yeah. all the cycles of the universe down to like mm -hmm. these huge cycles. So we have, you know, little cycles like a day or a year or even a millennium. But the big cycles are like these millions of years and that that cycle is just one breath of Brahma breathing out creating the universe and then he breathes back in and it all implodes again and then you have the big bang which is you know the breath of brahma starts again so that kind of blew my head because i'm like 
Time moves for us in a certain way because we're a certain size. If you think about a fly or an ant or any small creature, time moves way different for them because they're smaller and their lifespan's longer. So do a fly to us, maybe it lives three days. Maybe to the fly, that's like 30 years or 100 years. Like you never know because their it's perception of time is different. So if you think about what's way bigger than us, if we're just the size of an electron spinning around a nucleus, our time seems to like drag on, but it could literally be like a, a millisecond in the universe. Yeah. Going deep. Or it doesn't son. exist yeah. at all. Like time doesn't yeah. exist at all. Um, yeah, That's the Vedic text, it really is. I mean, existing in past, present, and future all at the same time, because we constantly put our physical forms there in our minds. We try to put ourselves in like, oh, what would a video game look like of a psychedelic experience, for instance? You can't make one. People try, you know, it doesn't work. You can't speak it. As you said, you don't even want to talk about it sometimes when you come back, but even more than that, you can't. Like I said, I was talking about it too much. <laughs> you make you make you make no sense because what we're doing is oh god who was it i think it was um exertus good old andreas exertus uh in his uh one of his documentaries on youtube he said that lies what is it words are lies talking about truth and that was something so profound and powerful to me because in my ecstatic states i remember the feeling of desperately describing this experience over and over and over again going it's like it's like it's like mm -hmm. and my friends were doing it too it's like it's like this it's like this and after a while we realized we weren't talking about the psychedelic experience we didn't even remember that we took anything we were talking about reality and it's oh. we can't you can't name it you can't say the thing but it's yeah. you can talk in circles around it and you can we're going real real meta but you can take that little co that little concept and really as above so below it and it's that that idea is everywhere like we're constantly circling circling around the truth in our lovely community that we have and we're never getting to it it always seems like that that vedic lotus flower is just ever unfolding oh yeah and that's why that vedic symbol exists because and it's an ever unfolding spiral and uh, I'm just going to ramble back to that mimicry. <laughs> Who stole the spiral recently over the past few years? The FBI says it's pedophiles, right? So now we associate the most ancient, most beautiful symbol of the spiral, which is also the swastika. Yeah, It represents the universe and, and not even just the universe, not even just the physical universe. It represents the unnameable thing. And they've stolen it and put it in the put it in the most disgusting place imaginable. But of course, that's what they do. They do that with literally everything, everything. So it's that's a good it's a or something mimicry. that's like a code, like magic. Magic is probably real. Like you can probably break through a barrier of some sort of reality if you can do fucking magic. But I sound like a fucking dork saying that because no <laughs> no one wants to hear that shit. They're like, get out of um, here, nerd. Hello, Magic's have stupid. you seen have you seen Netflix? <laughs> You you are completely oh, yeah, accepted. Yeah. That is every. It's all oh, I can. I find don't on know Netflix. magic like, at all. I don't do it. But I'm just saying, people who yeah. can are probably really know what the fuck they're doing, and there's probably something to that. But they make it a joke. They make everyone who does magic do. is a loser and dorky, and everyone who knows astrology is a hokey gypsy crazy hippie. But, like, so that's the thing though. They're not anymore. 
And I, I honestly, I can't confirm that I know how long that's been going on, but they're not anymore. What I meant I by, I was joking, like, new, you were yeah, calling yourself yeah. a dork about mm-hmm. magic. You're not. You look at Netflix, look at Amazon. It's all aliens and all magic. That is yep. literally what we're getting now. I don't know what to make of that. A lot of people will jump to, oh, it's revelation of the method. They're throwing this at us. So we just buy into all of it or predictive programming. I wonder at my deepest craziness because of that beautiful experience I remember from psychedelics where they couldn't have programmed any of this. No. So we always talk about the collective consciousness, right? Like that, that beautiful Mm -hmm. hippie idea where, where, and whether that's a thing or not, it's a thing, collective consciousness. So what about the collective ego? That's them. That's the big ominous them. And it, it changes faces. People die. New people are born into all these evil families and corporations and stuff. But you can never really pinpoint them, right? Like you get a few of the suspects, but a lot of them kill the right people off or this or that. Everybody gets away with everything in the end of it. You can't name it. You can't grab it because it's not. <laughs> am it's I, not am for I... us to know. Like we can't. I mean, we could know, but they. I think that they are one step ahead, or at least uh, I think they're several steps ahead. Like I think when they die, they know how to reincarnate themselves into the next person and get that person. I think that is a possibility. I have some crazy ways that I could take this. It, do you think it's something? Since we can't touch it or can't figure it out, that is the ultimate mystery that maybe we'll find out when we die. Like, do we know? Like yeah, instantly, right. as soon as we die, we're like, oh, yeah, that again. That's what we came here for. And we fucking forgot or we, you know, we we failed again, yes. you know. So uh, this is the most vivid. I don't know what maybe it's the chemistry between us guys, but I, I feel really lucid in being able to remember this stuff right now. And awesome. usually I'm not. Hell yeah. So what I remember and what set me down the dark path mostly what, and when I say dark path, I wasn't killing anybody or doing horrible things. But I was just, you know, destroying myself, and it's okay, not thinking forward. But um, what really sent me there was what I found. What it must have been like, almost like I had a near death experience without the the near death, because it's like all the experiences I hear about from near death experiencers is exactly what I experienced under mushrooms, under eight grams of or seven grams, like a a quarter of dried mushrooms was what took me to the death experience, I guess. And what I kind of saw there was that everything is just as important as everything else. Like there was no, like the big meaning, the big secret passes by you just like what you ate for lunch. The, like the other day, like there is no greater sum other than just what you are as a being. And so when you don't suddenly that feeling where you don't get to look up and go, Oh, wow. That was a lot. That whole life thing. Can we talk about this now? It's just you. And that's what scared the shit out of me and kind of sent me reeling. And of course I was, I'm still like, Oh, well that, that was just your psyche and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it felt very void and empty, but yeah. with with another me almost that like almost like dual it's hard to explain again because of the time thing and and even the space thing. It's hard to exist in past, present, and future and it's also hard to exist in no space because space is that other dimension that also doesn't exist in this quote-unquote spiritual 
realm or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Like that doesn't exist either. So there was like a, a, a knowledge of self, a greater self. And it felt loving and warm, but it felt like it was doing all of this without knowing how it did it too. Like the greater part of myself was like, yeah, we, we, we did this. I have no idea how though. And that's why I broke us into billions of pieces. So maybe a lot of us could figure it out because I'm lonely as fuck. And I keep just I imagining totally just all these other personalities thing. and stuff. So what, that's all second. I got. Yeah, no. That's, so that's, we, we got the same yeah. thing going on as last night where we hit an hour and now the stream's fucking up. So do you want to keep going? Because I can stop this and start a new stream and it'll, it should fix itself. Sure. Okay, yeah, that's so fun. everybody listening, stick around. Um, we're going to take five and reset the stream Sorry. and come back and reload, and we'll try it again because this is fucking pissing me off. We'll be right back. All right, hopefully everybody jumps back Thank in, you. but if not, whatever, I'm recording it, and we'll put it out on audio later. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. This is fun. Well, like we had quite, quite, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, quite the crew going on in the chat. They were spouting off like no I other. I know. Everyone left. Yeah. They're like, all right, we're done. Oh, hey, uh, Janet, Deplorable Janet, said she wants to have you on her show. I don't know if you listen oh, to her. Oh, cool. Or yeah, is, but... we've kind of... Yeah, we've chatted back and forth a little bit on I think on Instagram. She's cool shit. I like her show too. She's awesome. You know, she's, she's one of the We like have such a good community, guests. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had we had a blast on her show. Like we That's cool. We talked about I mean, I don't remember. A lot we of talked, poop. Yeah, we talked about poop. poop a lot. <laughs> a lot like, of barf. Like, <laughs> the poop show that we did was she But was that's on. how it goes sometimes. Sometimes we talk about interdimensional fucking astral <laughs> stuff and then we talk well, about shit in our pants. No, so. what you were just talking exactly. about though with the god that is um, oh. lonely and bored and shatters himself or herself, whatever itself, because it wants to create uh, other beings or a, a sense of yeah. others. Let me pick up That's from there because terrifying. I was kind of, yeah, it was very downtrodden and sad and stuff. And I, I want to recover. <laughs> from that. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, but if we're, if it all resorts to that, it's like, Ooh, that's like, a little, first of all, it's just my perspective, right? It, it's just a coincidence that I keep finding it everywhere. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> It's a lot of it comes from Eastern mysticism because they like you look at Hinduism and, you know, they talk about like the true self, the higher self and and all that and how the ego is is part of that. It's a beautiful structure and Hinduism is beautiful. Buddhism, if you don't know, is is like the the badasses that left Hinduism because they're like this self is an illusion to bullshit. (laughs) Because that's kind of what Buddhism is. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, no. You're just everything. You're, you're the, you're the thing. It's kind of like what Alan Watts came back and was saying in the seventies. He's like, you are the same process as like the way the ocean waves, like your heart beats the same way you make the sun shine. Well, that's more of that as above, so below type of thing. It is, it is. And that's the thing I kept so I, like I said, from the beginning, before all these experiences, I was like a, a little movie fan, loved baseball, that kind of stuff. And I still appreciate all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't thinking about any of this shit. I wasn't really raised with much church at all. I was very, uh, I was allowed to be as atheistic or not as I wanted to be. I wasn't interested in any of those things. I just wasn't thinking about any of them. But this experience made me want to look into all of those things. And when I did, and the reason why I preface that way is because 
I'm I've been accused by even like family members that were like worried about my state of reality, you know, uh, accused of like, well, you probably read all that and then started thinking about it. It's like, no, 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 no. I was reading and reading and reading and then occasionally going, oh, my God, that's it. Yeah, it's the same thing. But then this author goes trails off and he loses it. And then this author, he trails off and he loses it. And I've heard a couple people talk about this, how it's like that experience can give you like an internal map. And now my life has kind of become mapping the pieces onto the outer world from the inner world, like which ones match up and which things out here are, are bullshit and don't line up, you know? And yeah, it's a kind of an interesting way to look at things. And, and I'm along the path. I found this guy named Ken Wilbur. He's a brilliant man. I think he's really old now. I don't know if he's doing much anymore, but he was very Eastern mystic kind of guy. And he always talked about taking all the religions and all the traditions and putting all the information, all the bullet points on the table at once, keeping everything that fit together like a puzzle and getting rid of everything else because everything else was clearly not meant to be in it. And well, it's kind of how this whole thing goes anyway. Yeah. No matter what topic you're looking at, everything we look at, there's, you know, a hundred different perspectives you can look at it. And that's what we've been doing is kind of like pulling from here and there. And I mean, some people call it cherry picking, but I'm looking at, uh, I was just <laughs> talking to my boss about it the other day. I'm like, I want to see whatever this particular topic is from like a hundred different angles. And just because I'm listening to some crazy one doesn't mean I'm in agreement with it. I just want to see what they're saying and move on to the next one, see what they're saying. And like you said, every once in a while, one resonates with you and you're like, ah, this is it in this, right. you know, on this topic, this is the one that, you know, hits me. And there's a little bit of truth yeah, we, in everything. That's how you're going to find yeah. it. You know, you have to, you have to kind of read it all and then say, okay, this makes sense. This, it, and even the stuff that doesn't make sense, you can pay attention and put that in another box in another yeah, compartment over here in your mind. While, yeah, you know? yeah. We all have deck. certain pieces. I think every one of us kind of has a piece to the puzzle. Maybe, maybe that's the the cute little story that eventually all of us will kind of be on the same wavelength, right. hypothetically, and and we'll all f you know we'll all put our piece of the puzzle in. I, I kind of had a weird epiphany this out about get that the hell the out of here. That's too, gonna be uh... when that god that shattered himself is fine or itself, whatever, is like. Oh, I've reached enlightenment, and then we all just cease right. to exist because we're all already it anyway, and so we'll all exist and not exist at the same time. Schrodinger's Sorry, anyway. soul, <laughs> right? Yeah, Schrodinger's soul. I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you guys see that Netflix show? It was called like Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's we love weird. it. It's awesome. So good. How about how about that one about the fridge or the freezer? Where there's like a little civilization living inside the freezer. It's I think it's like Ethan Hawke and an and an actress that is very popular, and it's so on the nose, guys. It's like is it the second like, season or the first one? It's the first one. I haven't even gone into the set. I'm so oh, I pumped the that second it's out. one's out. Yeah, I, know. Yes, I think it just recently the came first out. One. We watched it on mushrooms like two years ago, so oh. we're gonna definitely have to revisit it. That's wild. So this this one, it was like the, I think it was one of the last episodes. It was like Ethan Hawke and this other actress. I can't remember who it was. And they opened this freezer that it, maybe oh. they got a new fridge or something. And they open the freezer and there's like little cavemen running around. And they close it and they open it again. And it's like the Industrial Revolution. Yes. And like, Whoa. So they go to bed and they come back and it's like basically where Elon wants to take us. <laughs> And, and then they just sit there and they watch it because at this point, like you were saying about the different scales, time, time affects scale differently. And so 
they're watching this speed up and speed up and speed up and the lights are coming on and there's lights everywhere. And eventually this little civilization just turns into this crazy, like writhing ball of light and just boop. It gone. ceases to exist. <laughs> it just nukes itself. <laughs> right. And then the ironic part is the credits start and then it cuts back a few lines after the credits start and they go back and they open the fridge and there's cavemen again. And I thought that was just so beautiful. That's but the cavemen awesome. were a little different this time. It just that, that makes sense. A little bit the, more advanced. With the cycles we were talking about, that kind of makes sense, and that would explain like different civilizations that might have been here. And you know, you think about the weirdest shit. Like to me, one of the weirdest theories is Tartaria and like the mud flood oh. stuff. And I don't know. It's it's almost the same as flat Earth to me. But I could see that because I don't believe history, so I don't believe past like the Dark Ages. Like <laughs> something happened in the Dark Ages. I think where. They were building this, these incredible fucking buildings, and they were like, they were the most fucking, you know, stupid people back then, and they were like killing witches. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much to believe of any of that. I'm like, they got together enough to time. build these incredible cathedrals <laughs> that look way better than your dog shit square buildings you build now. So they were doing something okay back then. It looks pretty cool. Right. Yeah. We do that to the Hopi. We do that to the Sumerians, the Babylonians. Like, they were primitive. Egyptians. They're all primitive. They just, oh, wow. They physically, they were the shit. And they figured out, we don't know how, but they built all this crazy stuff. But their minds, on the other hand, they were like linebackers. They just, they couldn't put the piece together. They thought there was gods up there and stuff, you know. I mean, I hate, I hate when, when people describe them that way. It's just, it's so disrespectful to like, probably our our elders that were much more advanced than we are. Oh, yeah. I saw know? a meme the other day that showed these uh, like native people and they're like, so these people lived off the land. They lived in harmony. They really didn't have like crime or anything like that. And they didn't have devices and they knew how to do things. They knew how to grow plants. They knew how to live in harmony with nature and people called them primitive. Go to LA right now. That's fucking primitive. What's going on down there. People are Absolutely. shitting in the streets. Like Whoa. it is, it is a train wreck down there right now. I, I, I don't even want to go near that place. Like I, there's like an aversion, like a, a vibe thing where I'm like, I don't even want to drive down that way. We are very are guys, far away from close? LA. No, oh, we're, no, we're close to Oregon. Hours. And it's funny oh, right, that you right. live where you live because I'm from there. And I would I have definitely called Oregon, Oregon. And I did for a very long time, but he made fun of me so bad <laughs> that I've just learned to say it the right You're clearly way. clearly not from here. My entire I family my says Oregon. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Is she yeah, from Massachusetts? To, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was from Massachusetts too, but my friend and I took off to, to, to Oregon because his brother lives out there. Okay. I fell in love with the place. I came back here and I thank God I did just shit happens the way it does. And I have my family and everything, but, uh, I, and you know, before last year, I might've said, I want to, I want to go out there again and maybe bring my family out there. But Oregon's like, there's, there's weird shit going on in Oregon. I worry about my friends in Oregon a little bit, you know, yeah. it's just a little bit. And you guys too, like that whole area the northern california up the whole section well, not so bad we, here, li but... we live in shasta county so i don't know if you've heard shasta oh, county good. okay on yeah, the yeah, news but we're very it's very we didn't wear masks 
almost all of COVID. Awesome. There were a couple times where we had to, where he was told at work um, that he had to, or I went into a store and I had to, and I just wanted to go in and I was having a bad day. So I didn't feel like being rebellious at that moment. But for the most part, I didn't. But sometimes I was just down and I'm like, fuck it, I'll put it on and just fucking get in and get out. I don't care. But it was right. very, very ri- few and far between. I'd say like I could count on one hand how many times we had to wear one. Right? Well, I always tell Scott that they're in the belly of the beast up there because they're right by Eugene, yeah. Oregon, or Truzilla Scott. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, and dude, I feel so bad for too. you because they're right on the same wavelength as we are. We've done a couple shows with them and they're, yeah, they're great. Awesome. Hopefully we're going to get to meet them. But yeah. I'm like, dude, you guys got to get yeah, out of there. Yeah, hope you guys go out there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but we got to get out of here. Like, I can't get out of California. Like, we have kids and school, you know, yeah. all this shit. I'm like, it would take so much to move the fuck out of here. But I would love to go, as cliche as it sounds, apparently Texas is looking good, which immediately makes me suspect because I'm like, what's going to happen next in Texas? That's yeah. going Because a lot of people went there. Um, a lot of people yeah, went like to duck, Idaho. Duck, go. Yeah, yeah, and then a lot of people, one of my friends went mm-hmm. to Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. I think I made that joke before. I'm like, what? People move there? I thought people only moved out of Wisconsin, but they're apparently doing great over there. You no, can get a cold. I don't want the mansion. cold anymore. I just got here. Like, I know. That's why I'm not going I, there. I just got to a place it. where, like, it was 110 degrees today, and that happens all the time. And in Massachusetts, if it's 110, like, my family calls me. They're like, are you okay? Like, do you have air conditioning? <laughs> like, are you safe? And I'm like, yeah, I know, Mom. And it doesn't usually get that hot. Where, like, the max temp is 80 in Massachusetts. You know, that's when you go to the beach. But, you know, I, it's, uh, it's nice to humidity, live in a place man. where it's... No, I, I know humidity it. sucks. We don't have that, but it's nice to not live in a place where it's, you know, in the in the ones in the winter time. <laughs> I love I, it. I thrive in it, man. I go oh, like a winter, yuck. winter mountaineering and everything no. up in New Hampshire okay. all the time, dude. Enjoy. Oh yeah. I mean, it's metal as fuck. Come on. I mean, it's just <laughs> I just hate the cold times up there, and it's a hot spot for UFOs up there. Totally. And I didn't I didn't know that, but I did see something up there, and I was like. My friend and I were driving up and Where we got you? to a parking lot. We were right near Lincoln, I would I okay. think. Lincoln, New Hampshire. We might have been further up, like on the Kankamangus Highway. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> Kankam- that's the haunted the highway. The, go- that's the ghost right. stories. <laughs> that's right. So it's all kind of related to that. I kind of dug into that. And of course, it's a lot of UFO shit. And we saw, I saw this big, bright street light. Crazy. It didn't look like, I was like, what is... A, like a mini mall or something doing up in the, we're looking for our trailhead. And then we pulled into the parking lot, which was like real close to what I saw. And that all of a sudden the, the, there's no street light anywhere. No street light. Whoa. I'm like, okay, that was unmistakable. There was a giant light that I was expecting to come around and see the big concrete bottom and the light. It wasn't, it was just gone. Oh, so weird. I don't know. That could have been nothing. That's could have been so, something. well, it could have been one of those but, orbs, you know. The orb ones are crazy to yeah, me because I have seen those. That's what that's I was like about to say. Yeah, a huge, seen per, that? huge percentage yeah, yeah, of UFO so, sightings are the orbs. I've never seen. That's one. the thing. I thought I saw straight up UFOs. Uh, I think it was two summers ago, and I think I might have talked about this on my podcast before. But uh, I was just looking up at a seven forty seven and pointing to it for my little boy to look at. Like, hey, look, Finn, check it out. It's a plane, and. When I did, I noticed around the, like the contrail was these little objects, five of them swooping around, like legit around, they disappeared behind it. So they were things, they were happening. They weren't like just little How, how big were they or like something. basketball They were size? tiny from, I mean, oh, okay. like, you know, from my perspective, it's, they were tiny compared to the, the contrail. 
not tiny, but pretty small compared to the Plains Trail. Um, but they were literally going behind and over. So I could see them literally doing deliberate maneuvers. And there was five of them. And then I got out my camera. Finally, once I realized, oh, my God, well, I'm doing the thing. I'm not filming it. Like everybody <laughs> right. screws up. And and so I only, it, it's so cliche. I literally only have, and it's so blurry, just dude, just one of them beaming off this way. But before that one disappeared off this way, the other four blinked out like one, two, three, four, gone. And I'm just oh. standing there like, oh, holy shit. It, <laughs> it finally happened. It finally happened. <laughs> you know? dude, we, we just talked about this last like night the guy with, on uh, people of Earth that with Dave. But I, I don't know if you've I seen that. I love that show. Oh, I yeah, really it's not coming back either. It's so sad. Wait, whoa, whoa, I guess, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. I think People of Earth is, I think that show is dead. No. I'm pretty sure I heard it did not get, get picked up for another season. Am I thinking uh, of the right one? Is that the one with Isaac from The Daily Show? Uh, and uh, it's like the, the group of people and the lizard people and all yeah, that. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That awesome Lame. support group they formed. Yeah, I don't think yeah. that show's coming back. <gasps> And too much yeah, you just it. crushed my dreams. I'm super sad right now. I that know, show is it's amazing. Really sad. They probably were like, dude, this show's like exactly what's happening. We can't yeah, they're possibly. Like, we'll just give them It's our not shit even predictive instead. programming at this point. It's just the truth. We can't do that. Okay, let's dial it back a little, guys. But talking yeah. about your uh, the orb things, we just talked about this with Dave yesterday. I, I was always super interested in like the uh, the fey folk thing and like the gnomes and the trolls and all that stuff. Me too. Uh, and there's so many close comparisons to the UFO stuff with the fairy stuff. And I want to hear any modern day stories of like meeting fairies or like drinking their weird food or what, <laughs> like Joe just said he would anymore. eat the fairy food. Can can you fucking believe that? He was like, if I if they offered it to me, I would totally eat it. And it depends. I was like, if they so were you like, be there forever. If they're like, here's some That's fairy. What will happen? If there's That's here's some fairy bake. Here's some fairy bacon. Yeah, I'm going to eat it. No, Sorry. you can't. They, they would give you fairy bacon to keep rule? you there. Yeah, don't you don't eat the there? food. The folklore. Yeah. I don't know all oh. the rules. But the funny thing is the, I people know they're that, very mischievous. the people that didn't eat it came back, eat but you don't know how many people like ate the food and did right. something else happen. You don't know. No, the people who well, eat the food don't come back. The people who don't eat the food are know? the ones who get to tell the stories because they're like, oh. I wasn't hungry, so I didn't eat. No, I just want, I, I like the, like, Lord of the Rings type shit, you know, so I want to, like, meet some weird That's creatures exactly. like that. I want to go go to the Hobbits and meet my people and li live in my hole in the ground. I'm a big fan. But, I think we'd know. have to go back in time, man. I think that's all we would have to be able to I don't do. Know. Is that back in time or is that forward in time? Or is it a different dimension at the same time? Well, you know? I mean, I was just playing off the idea of the Denisovan people or the Denisovan people. I think Randall Carlson says it that way. I can't remember. But, like, they were smaller people. I, maybe that's not the right people I'm thinking of, but I know that there were hobbit type species of hominids back in the day. And then of course there's the whole conspiracy that seems really legit about like tons of giant bones being like whisked away to the Smithsonian and shit back in the turn of the oh, 20th yeah. century and stuff. So, I mean, you might have had some fucking wizards and some hobbits running around or something. I don't know. It seems pretty uh, pretty spot on. I, I heard best. somebody talking about uh, Middle Earth being from Lord of the Rings being like a representation of like closer to what is happening here, only kind of like allegorically, or, you know. But it's very close There's to Vedic some, texts. 
There's so many ways to look at it. Like, is it is it an allegory? Is it a different dimension? Is it you know? Was it a long time ago? Was it like Star Wars, where it was a long, long time ago, but also weirdly in the future? Very far away. Yeah, and very (laughs) well. It was just far away. It doesn't mean that it was. Oh right, very very far away. It was a long time ago in a different. Well, think about that though. What did what do they tell us about about like the speed of light and and objects that exist that far away from us are that far away in time anyway? So it's really the same thing. So it's almost a reduction. George Lucas was being completely redundant. <laughs> he didn't, all he had to say was far away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> far, far, He's far like, away. This is light years away. It so it's a obviously <laughs> a long time ago because you're yeah. seeing it now, stupid. We're going to have to ask. Uh, we're, we're having Conspiracy Kyle on, I, I think, Thursday. Uh, conspiracy awesome. in the Force, Kyle. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, He's I great. can't wait to ask him weird questions. I don't know anything about Star Wars besides ba- like Darth Vader. I know that. But I want to. Oh, she knows more about Star Wars. So that's going to be an interesting I grew show. Up with that. So, but I only like the first three because I was born yeah, in Yeah, the hero's path. So I only like the first three. The rest of them, I'm like, fuck you. I'm, I should be not an old person about it and be more like open to all of it. I, I should get into all of them. But the, I have a the, friend that would totally agree with that. That you the should, first three but. or the third through like whatever fourth through sixth ones are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, the hero's path, Joseph yeah. Campbell. I mean, yep. it's the it's basically the story of Jesus. It's the story of every hero. The, we've yeah, ever the traditional had. hero's path for sure. It's yeah. it's every it's basically you can break down every story ever told into that. That Joseph Campbell shit is unbelievable it's actually a little too much for my head i I listened to a bunch of his his audiobooks i didn't read his books i don't have time for that shit but i I listened (laughs) to a bunch of his shit and it's it's a little too much for my brain where i have to take a day off from podcasts and listen to music to kind of like like think about what he was saying i'm like oh my god he's right about most of this shit like any major movie like even uh harry potter or anything like that it follows so much of the hero's journey and then you think about other ones, Lord of the Rings classic hero's journey. And that's one of the biggest movies ever. You know, any kind of like huge movie, Star Wars included, is it follows this and the weird thing is the hero's journey kind of follows the uh, tarot too. Yes. Have you ever gotten to tarot it stuff? It does. There's a I'm lot of uh, correlations of it, yeah. with, with tarot and the the hero's journey that you can just place mm-hmm. the cards in different spots and you're like, Oh, there's a hero's journey for this movie. Here's you know, it's nuts, that's cool. Man. Yeah, it yeah. seems everywhere. It's always like permeated. That's just that one story. It seems over and over again, just colored in a different way. And like, uh, you familiar with like Matt Lacroix and all of his research? Trying to get into... him on. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a busy man. I think right now. Uh, he's, yep. He's got a lot of good stuff in the works, but um, uh, he's up my way. I think he's up in Maine somewhere. So like, there's a oh, bunch nice. of people on the East Coast that are really into the ancient past and have like big platforms it's weird it's all yeah he's awesome that's really cool because they're so um like liberal it seems like you know people don't on that side of the of the country want to talk about stuff like that they want to just like fall in line and be robotic so i love hearing when people from the east coast are into this shit because it's like (laughs) i know me too thank you dude i had no idea like half the podcasters that i was talking to were from like Connecticut, New Hampshire, <laughs> and all, you know, so it's great. You know, it's just this community awesome. is so welcoming and beautiful and awesome. I can't say enough good about being a part of it because, like I said, I feel like we all just each have our own little piece of the puzzle to offer up. Nothing more. Yeah. Nothing yeah. less. You know. 
That's all I got it's is this little like, tiny. We don't little know piece. shit, and we know we don't. We're just like that's all trying point. to figure it out. We're just trying to figure it out, and we're trying to reach out and ask and. That's learn. why it's hard to not ask the same questions all the time because I'm like, what do you think about the no, same thing we, we just the talked same about? Because it's like the same as reading a different alien encounter. Like I want to read every anecdotal yeah. story that's ever happened. I don't care if it sounds the same, but it's their experience. I want to hear yeah. their perspective, even if it's kind of similar, because you, you can want to put every. Yeah. Go ahead. Exactly. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you no, can that's put it all on the table. You yeah. Know? You can put yeah. all 100%. the different perspectives on that table and mm-hmm. kick out what doesn't fit and i think we're getting to that stage as a community because all i'm hearing is stuff like what the truthzilla guys are doing like all three of them are putting together that amazing thing out there there's stuff going on over here in the east coast like we're we're coming together physically we're we're starting to like put shit together and starting to do more than just talk about it and actually do physical actions into something and i think part of that is going to be a slow slog process of kind of throwing out and finding out what themes we've been all of us have probably been following that are absolutely useless you know i bet big chunks of what we think are are the garbage they put in you know what i mean oh yeah i don't know are they putting garbage in or are they leaving it there for us to find i don't know Oh, I know it's so much. It's so much. I actually think you got you got to have a palate cleanser every once in a while. Kind of. I keep similar. going back to that ego thing. <laughs> I think that every experience that happens, so people like to take like names. So I'm really bad at names. I'm not a name person. So I don't know. I can tell stories and be like, there was this one guy, but I don't have like the name of the person. But it doesn't fucking matter. Like that is a little detail. I that need doesn't sources. Fucking matter. Sources. It's, it, no, it just matters that it happened. <laughs> and if it happens so many times and you can put it all together and put it in a box in your own head okay and then and try to figure it out the names the details the places the dates it kind of doesn't matter you know at the end of the day i mean it does if you want to keep looking into it and find it on the internet but if you're trying to do research and figure it out like that's exactly how my whole thing works is i listen to so much shit i absorb shit for like nine hours a day and i come home and i'm like babe babe blah and i i have no like sighting for anything i'm talking about i'm just like i heard this here i heard this here i don't know what what the fuck this is i don't know what this dude's name is but this is what i heard just listen to me (laughs) yeah if if my wife wasn't into the same stuff yeah she would definitely need like a support group like my <laughs> husband's a conspiracy theorist you know did she ever go on the shows with you sometimes. she hasn't yet but i really want her to eventually Why because she's got she? a lot of good stuff to say she's she's shy Oh, but that's come okay. on. I she's hear that my, all the time. She's being my muse for now, and, and okay. she's okay with that. She's she's she does enough. She's exhausted. I'm sure, but <laughs> it's nice to be able to just like have a chat. That's why when he wanted to start the show, I was like, oh, I want to do it. Like this is fun. That's I want to awesome. be able to share that's all so this good. stuff. And so she yeah. should too. I encourage everyone. I have a lot of we have a lot of people who come on who are like, "Oh, yeah, my wife is totally into it too, but she's kind of shy." And I'm like, "Let <laughs> me be her like support group. Like I will do that. I'm I should just rally together and get all of the wives of all of the people and be like, "No, let's all do this together. We have to. Right. We yeah. all have Hell a voice." Yeah. I mean, yeah, she she says stuff to me when I'm telling her about stuff She's like, well, wait a minute, but how does that fit if you told me this just yesterday? I'm like, see, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm, you know, and I'm like, you know, now I have both these things I still think are legitimate now. 
Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and there there goes the cognitive dissonance. Another perspective, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll let yeah, you go for the night. night. I know it's super fucking late oh, over there, shit. and it's all like of our I think all of our listeners are either shit faced or going to bed anyway. Janet <laughs> Janet had to go, which means Aww. she was shit faced. If you're listening, yeah, Janet, but she lives in the Eastern time. I think. Uh, so is he. Central oh, is she time. around here? No, no, but she's in that time. She's in the Central time yeah, zone, yeah. actually. I think. Is oh, she okay. Central? Oh. She is. But yeah, anyway. Uh, we're definitely going to have you back on again, but before we yeah, go, let's give so you your great. plugs. Thanks. And I also, I'm so sorry, Gnome from Dead Trust, I forgot to plug you. Thank you so much for your help with our stream. I'm going to have to hit you back up again because for some reason at an hour, it decides to take a massive steaming shit on me, but we'll, we'll figure that out. But I really appreciate Yeah, Dead right Trust when I podcast. said there was no God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's when you get close to the truth. That happened with Generation Z last night. I was like, we're getting too close to the truth. It it's was actually a, at an hour mark. <laughs> Apparently, in an hour is the the time when it we get close to the truth. So, more, you know. if only if everybody only knew it was that easy to get to the truth. One hour conversation. But uh, no, <laughs> yeah. gnome from That'd Dead Trust, great. Dusty and Hammer. Thanks for all your help, and uh, you guys have a great yeah, show. Thanks, Everyone, guys. check that one out too. Give us your plugs, dude, and then we'll get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, you can just find me on Twitter with the Deep Share, Instagram, the Deep Share podcast. I'm on Facebook, but there's really, I mean, what's the point? I mean, yes, I have a exactly you know, a Facebook DARPA account for my podcast just to get the word <laughs> word out there to some of my relatives that I can still freak out, you know. But uh, yeah, just find me over on there on YouTube, Odyssey. I'm on those places trying to grow elsewhere, going other places, hopefully. And I'm thinking about starting my own website and maybe just releasing a lot of this into word format, yes. maybe a blog of some kind. I don't know, but um, yeah. And nice. find me on alt media United too. Just like you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Awesome. Thank great. You, thank you so much for having me on guys. Great talk. Dude. Fun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll catch you next time. Stick around after we're done recording and we'll uh, say proper goodbye. Oh man. All right, man. Have a good night. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, cactus carrier. Enough, I get the point. <laughs> you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs>
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.